Happiness is success or success is happiness. If I had to ask you this question, then I wonder how would you respond? And additionally, what factors would you consider to call yourself to be happy? In many ways, happiness seems to be algorithmic for many. That it can be worked for and earned and achieved as if it were some sort of a result. And hence, often I hear things like, if I achieve this, then I will be happy. If I look like this, then I will be happy. I strongly feel that the very premise of happiness is misunderstood and wrong. And that is what we will unfold today in our Unfold Learning podcast. So stay tuned till the end as we unfold new learnings about decoding happiness with concrete examples and logic. Remember, this is for all and it doesn't matter who you are, where you come from and what or who you identify as because happiness is something that everybody deserves. So welcome back to the Unfold Learning Podcast and let's begin. Happiness is not a solvable equation. Instead, unease and dissatisfaction are inherent parts of human nature and necessary to creating consistent happiness. Now, let's actually understand what I said with two perspectives. One, from a perspective of a legend that I'm assuming everybody is aware of. And two, from a perspective of science. So let's start with the legend. About 25 years ago, there lived a king who was going to have a son. For his son, the king made sure that his son will never experience unhappiness or suffering. He committed to self that he would ensure every desire, need would be fulfilled for his son. He built big walls around his palace and prevented the prince from knowing the outside world. The prince grew up with a lavish lifestyle. However, despite the endless luxury and opulence, the prince ended up becoming a pissed-off young man. Soon, every experience felt empty and valueless to him. No matter what his father gave him, it felt nothing to him. So, one night, the prince snuck out of the palace and went into the outside world. He soon realized he exposed himself to a different world altogether where he saw people experience pain, sickness and even death. As an instinct, he blamed his father and decided to leave the palace and give away his royalties. Well, the prince suffered. He was homeless, deprived of food, suffered with diseases, pain and loneliness. A few years went by and nothing changed. The prince realized that the suffering in itself has no meaning either. As with being rich, there is no value in suffering when it's done without purpose. And soon the prince realized that he needs to do something that will help him find the meaning of life with its aspects of happiness and miseries. 
He sat under a tree to experience the biggest revolution of his life. Life itself is a form of suffering. Rich suffer because of their richness and the poor suffer because of their poverty. People suffer because they have no family and people suffer because they have a family. Well, not all suffering is equal, but we all suffer nonetheless. Well, the prince then defined the philosophy central to life and that is pain and loss are inevitable. Let me repeat, pain and loss are inevitable and we should let go of trying to resist it. The prince would later be known as Buddha and I believe many of you would resonate with the prince and the story. Now let's understand this from a perspective of science. If we deep dive into our evolution as humans and touch base on the aspects of neurosciences, we suffer because suffering is biologically useful. It is nature's preferred agent for inspiring change. In many ways, evolution is a function of dissatisfaction and insecurity. It's suffering that resulted to innovation and survival of us as human beings. As human beings, we are wired to become dissatisfied with whatever we have and be satisfied by only achieving those which we don't have. The, this consistent dissatisfaction has kept us as a species fighting, striving and conquering. Therefore, suffering is a feature of being human. Now, take a pause. Actually, think of something that you achieved and then go back in time to the root of it and see if the change happened only because you were dissatisfied about that or about something else. There could be many examples like losing weight or getting a certification or switching a job or even making a big decision in your life. The roots for sure will stem from the aspect of dissatisfaction, insecurity or some sort of a pain, isn't it? Therefore, happiness is not a solvable equation. Instead, unease and dissatisfaction are inherent parts of human nature and necessary to creating consistent happiness. So thus far, what we have been able to establish is the premise of happiness from the perspective of a legend and from the perspective of science. Let us now really deep dive into understanding if dissatisfaction and insecurity, these as gaps, are inevitable and are the change agents to create happiness. And if yes, then how does it really impact us? And why till now we have looked at or understood happiness with a negative lens? How can dissatisfaction, pain or unease really help or result as a change agent for happiness? As much as we hate pain, it is useful because pain teaches us what to pay attention to when we are young 
or careless. Think of your childhood when you would have touched a hot vessel or you fell while cycling fast or even while learning to cycle at the first place. Pain helps to show us what's good for us versus what's bad for us. It helps us to understand and adhere to our limitations. Well, pain is not only physical, it is psychological as well. Let me tell you an interesting fact. A lot of research has found that our brains don't register much difference between physical and psychological pain. And in both cases, the pain is an indicator of something not being in equilibrium. And that eventually becomes a compelling reason to push self. Unfortunately, and it is really unfortunate, the society we live in doesn't celebrate struggles or pain. It doesn't. Instead, it coddles itself more and more from inevitable discomforts of life. Therefore, we lose the benefits of experiencing healthy doses of pain, a loss that disconnects us from the reality of the world around us. So, in summary, what I'm trying to tell you is that thinking or expecting a problem-free life is unrealistic. We need to wake up. Seriously, problems don't end. They just improve. Life is essentially a series of problems the solution to one problem is merely the creation of the next one. Therefore, don't hope for a life without problems, but hope for a life full of or filled with good problems because happiness comes from solving problems. Let me repeat that. Happiness comes from solving problems. Happiness in itself is a verb. It's about actions. It's about doing. And that's the mantra. I hope I have been able to help you with some perspectives in terms of how to really look at happiness and at the same time how to look at pain. Right? And how both are interweaving with each other or rather how both interweave into each other. However, I would want you to leave with a few concrete takeaways that will be important for you to adapt or rather integrate this thought of happiness and pain and understand them really, really deeply. Right. And to do that, it's important to help ourselves with certain reminders. And what I'm going to suggest you next are a few things that I myself have practiced and applied. Right. And in no way I'm saying that you know, if you do this, you will be happy. No, it's experiential, but you got to start somewhere, right? You got to learn from somebody else's mistakes, right? And that is where I'm coming from, right? On that note, I would like to share with you all a few reminders that will help you during the times when you don't feel happy, during the times when you wonder what happiness is about, during the times when you wonder what the purpose of life is, when you make things much bigger than what it actually is in its true form. So.
So let me outline a few reminders for you. Reminder one, happiness comes from problem solving by solving problems. Hope for good problems because they will never stop. I have seen so many people a lot of times trying to figure out what is their purpose in life. Well, I honestly don't think that's even a valid question to identify what is the purpose in life. Your purpose in life is to work towards something that will help you to solve something and eventually make you feel happy. Maybe your purpose is to be happy and to be that happy, you need to ensure that you're consistently solving problems. Reminder two, happiness is a form of an action. It is a consistent work in progress because solving problem is a constant work in progress. The solution in, in today's problem will lay the foundation for tomorrow's problem and so on. So buddy, enjoy, enjoy having them and solving them. Reminder number three, the secret ingredient, even though there are no secret ingredients as per the Kung Fu Panda or Master Ugwe, but the secret sauce is in the solving of the problem and not in having the problems at the first place. Because trust me, there will be times where you will have no control over problems in whatever way. Reminder four, choose your struggle. When I say, you know, solve problems, I don't mean that, you know, you have to go out there, find problems and solve every problem. No, you need to choose your battles. You need to choose your struggle. What are you really willing to struggle for? Real serious life meaning and fulfillment has to be and gets earned only by choosing and managing your struggles and nothing else. And that is what will help you build your character, build your resilience and help you to be happy. Reminder five, everything comes with an inherent cost or sacrifice. And therefore, the previous point becomes more critical. And hence, you choose your struggles and hence you choose your problems. So as I close out with this topic, I will share with you a perspective. Decoding happiness is about solving problems and enjoying the process. But let me tell you this, many people don't get it and they fail miserably in trying to be happy. Eventually, they end up building up a perception, but, they're re but they are very far from their own realities. And do you know why? Because of only two things. Number one, Denial. Some choose to not see and deny that their problems exists in the first place. They got to open their eyes. They deny reality and get delusional. And that leads to insecurity and emotional repression because they keep so much within that eventually there is an outburst and they also don't know how to deal with it how to go ahead with it and then they fall into stress and then mental health problems. And the second big one is victim mentality. They choose to believe that there is nothing they can do. They blame and feel better and that leads to a life of anger, helplessness and despair. The choice will 
be always yours my friends that's my time thank you very much for tuning in i hope you were able to unfold the learning about happiness and are taking back key new learnings with yourself to evolve and be a better human being For more such content and episodes stay tuned with the Unfold Learning podcast you can follow me on my Instagram the link is in my bio here or whatever you call it uh I am new so bear with me pardon me uh if I'm missing on the semantics or the terminologies but yeah you can find me on Instagram Unfold Learning you can tune into the audio on the audio platforms across spaces so again the link is there also Also if you have stayed thus far till the end don't miss the comment like and subscribe and share till next time take care of yourself and people around you and be nice and thank you very much for being there